BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. This is 93.7 a ticket. Look at me short. Look at me short. I'm the captain now. Three-time national champion Vershawn Jackson. Oh, I got a bunch all alone is Vershawn Jackson. And Vershawn, he'll get it to the 24-yard line. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here he is, for Sean Jackson. Ah, yeah. We in Studio 14 right now. What song is this, Lance? <laughs> 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 oh, wow. Blast from the past. <laughs> Studio 14, we got Hall & Oates going crazy. <laughs> Do you think you'll ever get back into the Studio 14 game? Oh, so no. Is that way. over? That's one, a done deal. One way too old. <laughs> yeah, that. I don't. I, I don't even go out anymore, let alone own something like that. Are you no just, way. How did you? How did you do that? What? 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 I mean, I know we were party central, right? You know, we we lived together, we had parties, but what made you come with that concept, Studio 14, other than? your number being 14. Okay. So number was 14. It was on 14th street, right? 14th and O. And then I, I want to say like there was a Vegas nightclub, like studio 54 long time ago that they opened back up down there. And I remember being down there. I'm like, Oh man, this is like a big city nightclub with go-go dancers. And this, and that I said, Oh, Lincoln could do this. Then we did it. We're like, oh, Lincoln's not ready for this. <laughs> Lincoln is not ready for this. You can't be bringing Las Vegas to Lincoln. I know, I know. And you know, a funny part, a story about that was we did the, we did a, a ultimate fighting in our establishment, and we got in trouble for it. But that was before anybody even knew what UFC was. 
and now it's a billion-dollar industry. And we literally brought it to Lincoln, Nebraska before anybody knew about it. Dang. That's back. That, so you back in the Dan Severin, Hoist Gracie era. Yeah, that was back in like the just when they battle first the started thing. There was no ultimate fighting championships or nothing. But yeah, we we just we just brought stuff to Lincoln a little bit too soon. That's too all. soon, dang. So, do you think? And I and I wanted to ask you another question, but I want to get to John's question, and we'll get to the NIL here in a minute. But was it a defensive back that you played against that just talked reckless? Well, okay, so trash talking is is an art, okay? And you can be a good trash talker, but you're terrible player, right? Mm. Right? So so you don't really take them for for serious. It's just like you're so bad. Don't you're just trying to talk yourself up because you know you're going to get burned. Like so that's different. I like the trash talkers like I'll bring up two names, Michael Booker and Baron Miles. Mm. They would talk trash, but that's because they were so good that it was fun to talk trash back because you knew 50-50, like, okay, I might get him, I might not. So, it was, it, you know, Baron Miles was fun because he was an older one. He was number 14 before he graduated, and then I stole it and made it look so much better on the field. Stop it. Um, and, and I took his jersey after stop that. It, and I made something it. of the jersey. But uh, so I always gave him crap about that. Uh, but then Michael Booker was – I actually roomed with him for four or five years. So our trash talking was, yeah, it was on the field, but it was more like – trash talking all week long and then go to practice and then handle it and then come home and trash talk. So so I'm glad you said Michael Booker and, and us living together because we all live together. Me, you, Mike Booker, and Jamel Williams coming out. And somehow, some way, let's see if the truth can come out of your mouth because Michael Booker didn't want to tell the truth. So how we pulled straws allegedly. We allegedly pulled straws for rooms. And okay. Of all of the big – I'm the biggest guy in the building. Everybody had pulled a straw and left the one little stupid straw in the hat. And it was okay. the smallest straw, and I had that little matchbox room. Was that a right. setup? Did you guys set me up, Lance? Just tell the truth now. No, 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 no. no. They may – you you three may have drawn straws, okay? But, but I knew the risk was all on my name to pay the rent. <laughs> so I was getting the main room. <laughs> You three may have drawn straws. No, we but did. I think, I think I may have sabotaged it based on who I thought would pay rent on time and who wouldn't. See, us so Omaha boys need like, to okay, stick together, man. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, Michael, Jamel. Okay, Bershawn. I still think he owes me gas money from stealing my car. So I'm going to – okay, Bershawn, you get the little, little closet. Because you're the least likely to pay me on time, <laughs> and then I think that's kind of how it went. But yeah, there was no drawing. I was not. You guys drawing. set me up. Just tell the truth. What about those parties on Knox Street? How did we come up with that concept? Yeah, <laughs> we had some fun ones. I liked the ones where we were charging five dollars for a red Solo cup, and there was no keg of beer. Those were the ones that were awesome. 
<laughs> there about the ones no where we call LPD? Wanted to get in so bad, they were buying five dollar red solo cups. How about the ones of where course, we? Of course, that's when we were twenty one in the legal drinking age. Right, but but how, yes. about the, yes. <laughs> how about the ones where we it would be so packed where we'd have to call police on our own party? Yeah, we had to. These people are crazy out here, officer. Get them out of here. It's only yeah, like we didn't even want to party. I don't even know how they came over here. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay, so here we go. We 90, 93, 94, you're still around, you're hanging, but not necessarily playing. Uh, 95, we win the championship in 94. We come back-to-back in 95. I asked two questions. One, who was the best running back to put the pads on at Nebraska in your perspective? And then two, what was your most memorable game as a Husker? Um, I've said this for years, and I don't – I mean, I don't know if I'll ever be able to not say the same answer. Um, as far as a physical specimen of an athlete, Lawrence Phillips, I don't, I don't even think there was comparison. Not, I'm not even talking about just on our team. I'm talking about all the other running backs on all the other teams that I saw in person. Um, Lawrence Phillips just had a different level of athleticism, speed, and power. Um, so I, w- I would say that to answer that question. Uh, memorable moments. I mean, I mean, yeah, you know, you know, you, you win the national championships and that's, that's the peak. Um, you know, I, 97 was a fun one also, cause we weren't, we weren't a given, it wasn't an automatic, you know, we had a battle and then we ended up splitting with Michigan. What a joke that was. Right. They, they struggle against Washington state and Ryan leaf and we destroyed Tennessee and Peyton Manning. You know, and we had to split with them. We would have beat them by thirty. Easy. Um, so I, you know, the national championships and stuff, and then obviously your last game that you play, and you know the special moments. You know, when you score a new backflip or you know whatever. So I mean, it it it, it was the best. I don't know how long I was down there six, seven years. Yeah, you was down there a yeah. while. You had the you had the long plan. Oh yeah, I got a master's out of it, so it's not like I was a seven year just to graduate guy. Oh, Rashawn. You didn't just Rashawn. You didn't just Rashawn Jackson. You didn't just you didn't just put in well, I actually went back and got my degree, Lance Brown. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. That's right. So. We're, we're we're actually smart guys. We just I tell you that I just look like this. I'm I'm actually smart. No, I got you. I got you. Don't read a book. Don't read a book by its cover. Is that what they always say? Yeah, that's what they say. So 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 okay. Technically speaking, you were a senior in my book in 97, right? So you had been there throughout, I mean, because you were there from 93 to 97. So you saw the the change of going from losing the big, the, the bowl games to being in the bowl games to winning the bowl games to not losing at all at home to Coach Solich. How was that transition? You know, I <clears> – <throat> Solich and I had a really good relationship just because we would always, you know, he was running backs coach when I was a receiver and we would always, you know, give each other a lot of, you know, talking back and forth and, you know, joking with each other. So when he became head coach, it it was pretty natural for me because we had such a good relationship that, you know, we were, the receivers were the ones running the plays in. So it's just kind of like... Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Solis, what do you need? And, you know, first year, rookie coach, you know, uh, I think I, I got it, coach, and we'd run it in and we'd handle it. And, and I love Solich. Um, you know, now it's, it's not fun to lose, but on the other hand, I mean, it was a great, I, I guess, life experience of, you know, you can run, you can win three out of four national championships, but you still got to show up every day and get the job done. And then my senior year, I think they lost, you know, four games and I got injured. So I think we had lost three or four games before I even got back on the field. Um, but it's just, it's just, I would have liked to have gone out on a better note, but it was what it was is life experience. It's learned from it. And I think it sets you up for like, there's going to be times in life where, you know, things might go great. You got a little stumble, a little obstacle, pick yourself back up, get over it and move on. And I, and I think now that I'm, you know, you know, 47 year, almost 47 years old, I still use that daily where it's, I guess I wouldn't be the father, businessman, husband, all that kind of stuff if if I just always would have expected to to be winning. Mm. And so I think it was good it was good to have that one year. Yeah, well and and, and you gotta you gotta think and, and admit ninety seven was so senior laden that no matter what you did, you had to replace guys that were in I mean, from quarterback to tight end you had two you know, you had a three headed monster at tight end. Me and Tim both seniors. So that left Sheldon. You know, and and then you 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 take receivers. I don't. Well, receivers probably the the best position at that point because you guys didn't yeah, really lose you, much. You got to remember, Frost. You know, Frost is graduating, so you have a new quarterback. Right. And there was uh, you, you know, had holes missing of, up front. There was competition there and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, I always say that um, we won the first game my senior year. Um, in practice, I break my foot before the second game. And I'm out for about seven games. And by then, by the time I come back, we had already had, I don't know, two or three, four losses. So I'm pretty sure all of the success Nebraska had was based on me. I'm, I'm going to go I'm going to go with that because we never lost when I was in the game. So 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 you don't count that. those four that, those that's four what losses. I'm gonna tell my grandkids is that if I wouldn't have broke my foot, we probably would have won another national championship in 1998. <laughs> Being there, so you you coached, you coached a little football. And you were pretty good. Of course, you came some years after I coached a little league, but I start hearing Lance Brown's name in the upper echelons of little league football. Uh, talk a little bit about why you started a football program and what it meant to you, but what did you get out of doing that? Well, that was, you know, our, you know, our kids were, I think, shoot, Elliot was probably six or seven. And we had done like maybe five, he did a year of flag. And then we got into the Pop Warner leagues of football just because you could play when you were little because they had weight things. So we were playing tackle football with, 
you know, Monte Cristo's kid, my kid, Prohaska's kid. You know, Teddy's down there now. He played with, started with us when he was eight years old. Mm. So we just started when we were really young to give them the right fundamentals so that they could play a safe way of playing football, you know. So we just started that, and we did it. We loved it. And really, we just copied Nebraska. I mean, we, we had these eight- and nine-year-old kids down here doing station work, you know, based on positions. And then we were doing offense and defense and having three offenses go at a time. And we just literally copied Osborne's practice schedule and ran with it. And then, uh, you know, as they grew up, we just developed more and more. And I, I was the, the, the most the most exciting part of any of that wasn't back then it's now Mm. when you see all these kids either playing high school football going off to college and playing and you're just like man I remember going through these drills when they were eight nine ten years old and you just see them get bigger and better and you know I mean I can't even imagine putting a list together of all the kids we had um, we had a younger group of kids with the Damon Bennings kids era and then Jamal's kids. And I mean, we, we have a whole bunch of, if I looked at all the high school players over the past two or three years, uh, th- there were a lot that went through the program. So that, that's the fun stuff, you know, that nobody really, you know, knows about or, or, or knew about that we were doing back then. But yeah, it was, it was fun. So I was I was I was up at the university last week I think it was or a couple weeks ago, and me and Mickey watching receivers and 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 then past I'm, the doors open, here comes Elliot, walking past and of course I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm I, you know as soon as I see him I want to talk hey come here come here Elliot come here so he comes in and and we're talking I said hey, you might want to turn on your dad's film. He's like, nah, I'm the Brown. I'm like, you might want to turn on your dad's film first before you before you do anything else. Turn on Pop's film and just and he's got these same legs as you. And and he he finally says, you know what? I think I need to do that. So I do. Have you guys ever just sat back and watched game film of you? No, no, I don't. I don't know, Billy. I mean, maybe on a highlight reel here and there. Have you ever seen me in Jersey playing? Um, and we've joked about it and stuff, but you know, I, I don't, I don't, yeah, we definitely never watched any game film or anything like that, but I think that's something that he has to, he has to want to do, you know, I, all my stuff's done and over, you know, and I told him, you know, going into high school, you know, he was a baseball and football kid. I said, you, you pick what you want to do. (laughs) You don't want to play football. Don't play football. You want to go baseball somewhere, go do it. You know, you don't want to go to Nebraska, you know, don't go do it. Um, I, I didn't want him to have to feel like, you know, he had to be number 14 for Nebraska because I had already done what I wanted to do and I was happy with it. So, you know, if – but with that being said, I did give him words of advice when he went down there and I said, you got to understand, you know, the role you will play at the University of Nebraska to be successful is the type of role I had to play, which was blocking, which was going across the middle, which was doing all the dirty work, which was special teams, which was studying film, which was all that kind of stuff if you want to be successful there. So there is a, there's a, there's a similarity of where I think he will probably develop over the next four years. Um, 
but there's definitely not any pressure for him to have to, you know, be number 14, uh, Brown in, you know, the Huskers uniform. So I, I think we've had a really good balance there. Um, and he'll call me and, and, and we'll go through some little things and how to watch film and that kind of stuff. So it's, it's been fun to have him down there. Um, you know, and, and I couldn't go wrong. I mean, you're sending him off to, you know, you're sending him off to become a young man with Frost, Davison, Ron Brown, these guys that we became young men with that were overseeing us. So if there's, I don't know if there's any more trust factor that I could give. It was just mm-hmm. like, yes, you're in good hands. Go down there, love the next six years of your life, and and see where it leads. Now, Elliot's a TikTok star, right? <laughs> huh? uh, I don't know about TikTok star. He he put it this way: he knew some very high influential people <laughs> that got him started on Instagram and TikTok. Let, let's put it that way. How many followers uh, does he have? Oh, I don't even know anymore. I don't I don't have I don't I don't have social media, so I have no clue, but I think he was like forty thousand Instagram and Jeez. like million I don't I couldn't even tell Jeez. you on TikTok. We got to get Elliot into the, the – we got to get him into the studio, Lance. I love talking to the kid. It's almost like talking to you. One day I looked, I was like, dang, is that Lance? I would, I would, I would be okay with that, but you would have to pre-screen some questions so I would know what you're not going to ask. Like you pre-screen, you can't, you like can't you pre-screen me. questions about me in college. Well, he would ask me about you in college. And you can't answer some of those things. Okay. So we would have to have an agreement. Because my, my rule of thumb with my kids have always been do as I say and not <laughs> as I did. <laughs> okay? Do not be the person I was. Hey. Thank, thank the Lord above they've taken that advice and ran with it. <laughs> we'll be right back. It's the captain. It's the ticket. I'm with Lance Brown, three-time NASA champ. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.